When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome into the Dublin Denver podcast on the Mile High Report Podcast Network. Michael McQuaid here, joined by Colin Cronin and Stuart Roach. Uh, another week down in the wait to this new NFL season, so much so that we've nothing to talk about right now. Uh, Colin, Russell Wilson was in Monaco yesterday or, or last weekend at the, at the Grand Prix. Did you see that? Maybe he could pop over to Dublin on the way back. I don't know. Uh, did he fall in love with Formula One when it was on that front page of Netflix for a week? And everyone got mad into it all of a sudden. I, I I have vague memories of Formula One from being in secondary school in the late 90s and, and everyone was mad into it. Then it absolutely disappeared for 20 years only to reemerge. I can say hand on heart, I have never watched a single Formula One race and I don't think that will oh ever God. change. This is this is a big postseason podcast mode here. I love Formula. I love Formula. I went out of it for five or six years there, and Netflix brought me back into it. Talking about Drive to Survive, Stuart, uh, Russell Wilson's chilling out, isn't he? Uh, Denver one day, France the next. I mean, what's what's next? Like, I mean, like I, I wish I had a private jet, Stuart, that I could just jump on them. Maybe up to Tyrone, Tyrone next week, I presume. You should call in and say hello to you on the way back before he heads, he heads west. Surely, no. He'll stop off at the Atlantic grounds and then and then the <laughs> yeah. well. we'll see. Right. Anyway, uh, thanks to everyone bearing with us around the world. Wonder what the hell we're talking about. Here. Yeah, what the hell are these? <laughs> Lunatics. <laughs> um, last week we started going over the schedule and and incredibly, like usually, like we are all over the shop with us, but incredibly last week we all ended in six and two. So we got to the bye week. And this week we're going to go through the rest of it, uh, and we're just going to kick off with that, lads. So let's. We're, we're not going to. We're not going to end up with the same record, and we're not going to have the same games this time. I guarantee you. You never know. You never know. Uh, well, money. We, I'm putting hard money down on it. Come on. We've got a rig of games to go through here. I'm going to start off the game after the bye. So the Broncos playing Jacksonville, October the 30th. It's just it's now under five months away, and then they get basically two weeks off. They have the bye. And then, you know, the bye week and then they have a week of going into Nashville on the 13th of November uh, at Tennessee. Um, boys, I think Tennessee aren't going to be the team they are this season. Like, I mean, they lose Brown. It goes to Philadelphia. It, it just seems as if maybe they may not be as good this year. I don't know. Like, I mean, I could be talking myself into oblivion here. I'd rather go to Tennessee this year than go to Tennessee last year or the year before, especially with all the question marks around the quarterback situation, what's going on long-term there. I'm, I'm going to take us winning against Tennessee and going to 7-2. Colin, who have you got? I wish we were playing them earlier in the season 
because I think that there will be a little bit of a hangover. They were enormously disappointing as a number one seed. They threw the game away themselves against the Bengals, literally threw it away in the case of Ryan Tannehill, who I is on the hot seat there. I think he needs to have a really impressive season if he is to remain the the, the quarterback. He had a really solid year a couple of years ago but ultimately when um it has come to crunch time he has let them down and they don't think they'll continue to pay him big money when if, if he's not going to do it in the in the playoffs i i think obviously yeah like you make yourself worse when you get rid of aj brown and they need burks to kind of be immediate uh, in terms of what he will do however i do think defensively they will still be uh, impressive I think at that stage of the season it they will have gotten enough together um, you're talking mid-November they have had two and a half months to kind of get the defense solid and it's an away game coming off the back of games against the Jets the Jags a bye week I, I don't like it I, I really don't and I think this might be where the inexperience of the coaching staff potentially tells a little bit we'll always be in with a shot hopefully with Russell Wilson there but unfortunately I see us um, having a little bit of a London hangover and losing this game to the Titans yeah Michael I think they're always in, in an NFL season I think inevitably there's a game that you don't expect to lose that you do lose and there's a game that you don't expect to win and you do end up winning. Um, I think the Cowboys, for example, would be, you know, would be, would be prime of that last season. Um, I think Colin is right. I think this would be a better game to get earlier on in the schedule. Um, I think a lot of it comes down to Derrick Henry. Um, you know, he, he is borderline unstoppable, especially, you know, if he's, if he's fit, he's, had difficulty last year obviously staying fit but he did you know and I think a lot of it comes down to him but the, the Titans are always really strong defensively um, you know Mike Vrabel is a fine head coach I do agree with Colin I think Tannehill is somebody who for a while he was kind of the, the poster boy of of the you know sometimes an NFL quarterback can get a second chance and he can redeem himself but it, like you know I think that poster needs to come down off the wall now because it's very rare that that happens, you know, and especially it's even rarer that somebody like that is going to win a Super Bowl. I think Tannehill did very well to to do, to to sort of resurrect his career. They were very close to beating Kansas a couple of years ago in that championship game, and that might have been their shot. They got rid of AJ Brown. They got rid of Julio Jones as well. Um, they don't really have a huge amount of weapons outside of uh, Derrick Henry, and Tannehill is not going to. He's not going to put the team on his back and carry them over the line. Um, but I do think that this is a tricky game. This is one of those games that can kind of sneak up on you. Tennessee is a difficult place to go to as well. Um, so I, I, it wouldn't hugely surprise me if we somehow managed to sneak this. But I, I do think, and I think this kind of sets the tone for the rest of this podcast. I do think the second half of this, this season is much more difficult than the first half. But by going by what I've just said, I think this is the game that we probably won't expect to lose, that we will. But I do have one later on that I think we're going to win to kind of counterbalance my, my feelings on this one. So, But I do have us losing this game. So we're basically 
not on the same page already after one game, which is good. There you go. Um, See, I told you. Pay up, Michael. <laughs> right. Uh, game two in the stretch, the week after, uh, playing Vegas at home. The Broncos have got a better quarterback and a better team than the Raiders. And I'm taking the sweep. Hold on. Did I give a winner a loss last week? You went you went with the Raiders to Yeah, well I'm win. taking I'm taking the Broncos in Denver. There is an AFC team in our division that I think we will lose both games to. It's not the Raiders. I think we'll beat the Raiders at home just because of the crowd. I think if the Broncos if if what you boys are saying is right and they do have a hangover, that Raiders game is huge, especially if they are coming off six and two starting the season. Yeah, I'm 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 eight and two here. Probably number <laughs> top three seed in the NFL at this point. Uh, Colin, who have you got in this game? Uh, this is this is another one where the, the crowd will be raucous, but Josh McDaniels is he's a Bill Belichick acolyte, and he is going to love the having the opportunity to you know, I suppose, ruin um, Denver's day. He, he did that. He spent an entire season doing that. And uh, I have a horrible, horrible feeling that um, he he may do that again this season. You're right, Michael. We, we have a, a better quarterback. And I think if you look at it, we have a better secondary. The Raiders just, they, they do well against us. And we should have been much better against them in in recent years and they they've always kind of hung hung around even when they've been been terrible now sometimes it hasn't worked out um, they went for it infamously on the two point or ten to season when neither team really had anything to play with uh, play for a couple of years ago um i would love to see us i mean look this is the traditional rivalry i think you know you look around the league and everybody has a traditional rival you and, and other rivalries come and go um the the chiefs will always be because that's long-standing but the broncos and the raiders hate each other they have done since time immemorial they will forevermore i alas i'm going to to say as i sit here right now it could all look very different obviously in november and that's why we're we're doing it now I have a horrible feeling we're going to be sitting at six and four after this game. I think we're going to beat the Raiders. Um, I think we we do tend to play well against the home. I think we we do really badly, uh, you know, away from home against the Raiders in recent years, which is is, is really dis- def- desperately difficult to get your head around. Um, I think it'll be tight, but I think we'll beat them. I think we have a better team. I think as a sort of an aside, if you want to get some ideas to the kind of guy um, uh, Daniels was when he was a Broncos head coach, you should read the opening sort of chapter of Nate Jackson's brilliant autobiography, Slow Getting Up, where he talks about how he'd had dealings with Mike Shanahan, who was, you know, a, a wonderful gentleman, a genius, tough, demanding, but yet somebody you could relate to. Then he comes in and he sees this... Um, jock basically with his sort of runners and jeans up on the desk surrounded by sweet rappers sort of tossing them casually in the bin and missing them and jackson is like yeah this is this is going to be a different uh it's going to be a different place um you know to the point where you kind of go was he uh, a belichick uh, deep cover agent he did so much damage in the way sort of david moyes might have been uh, for, for liverpool 
Manchester United. So I think I think we we shall hopefully beat them. Um, this is the, they're an interesting team though the Raiders because I think perhaps he 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 would surely have matured at this point, point. Um, and they have some weapons and they're annoying because um, they won't go away. As Colin rightly said, they are they have always been our rivals. Um, the very first game I saw the Broncos playing in was Elway against the Raiders back in 1985, I think it was. Um, and I've hated them since then. I hate their stupid logos. I hate their former owner. I hate their fans. A uh, well-known sort of uh, clothing store in here, which specializes in, um, in I won't say cheap because that's unfair, but in, in um, what's the right word? Um, bargain clothing. I started doing NBA stuff and NFL stuff. I won't name them because they don't need a plug. Um, so it's great. So you see lots of Lakers stuff. You see lots of Bulls stuff. You see Brooklyn Nets. They're the NBA team. Um, one of the NFL teams they have is the Raiders. So there's an awful lot of Raiders uh, sort of merchandise wandering around Dublin. I don't know, Colin, if you've been in the city centre recently, but you do see the Raiders and the Patriots, which, uh, you know, is, is absolutely appalling. And bizarrely, the Dolphins. Really no idea why they <laughs> lumped in with the Patriots and them. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, it seems maybe I'm just feels like I'm looking at and I see Raiders stuff everywhere I go. Uh, sorry, I'm rambling here. I think we'll win. Uh, but I, I did have us losing the opening game because we do, as I said, we do play poorly in their place. Um, but I think we should have enough and I think we'll get back on track. I think if we lose against the Titans, we will beat the Raiders. Um, but it will be tight. I think those games have been down to the wire, you know, most of them uh, in Denver over the last few years. So, uh, and hopefully we won't, you know, we don't have to deal with Vic deciding to take a timeout um, on a two-point conversion where... They, uh, the Raiders didn't have the right personnel and we allowed them to get the right personnel to win the game. It's part of Vic's genius plan to, I don't know what that was about, but anyway, sorry, I digress. So yeah, beat the Raiders. I have a seven and three. Eight and two, seven and three, six and four. I mean, we're, we're on the right sort of trend there. Like, you know, we're, we're not doing too bad. Um, People are going to start wondering what I'm on now because I'm taking us to beat the Panthers the week after as well in Carolina. Uh, who knows what's going to be going on there at that point in the year? Who's going to be the quarterback? Will, will Christian McCaffrey still have an SEL or a leg? Or, you know, at, at this point, we don't know what's going on. Maybe that's too too harsh on my end. I don't really care. Um, no, I mean, the Panthers by the 27th of November should have nothing to play for. Um we should win that game and go to nine and two. Colin, who have you got that week? The Panthers have only ever beaten us once, and that won't change this year. They, I, I don't rate Matt Rula as an NFL head coach. Uh, I rate Sam Darnold as an NFL QB even less. Um, we, we've, we've seen some bad QBs in Denver. We haven't seen anyone as bad as Sam Darnold. Um, just ter- terrible and they have themselves in a a dilly of a pickle as Ned Flanders would say because they have no obvious way to, to solve it this year and they're just going to have to run it back as you know we we did last year who knows who could be given what they did at QB last year um, talk about um, QB hokey cokey they could be more the same this year um, we we will win the, this game even if it's on, on the road and um, there will be much tougher challenges to come. I think the uh, Carolina Panthers, uh, under their um, 
new, you know, relatively new owner. We're we're about to break um, the record for the cost of a franchise. We're going to probably put Matt Rule out of a job. They will be looking for a new head coach and a new QB uh, come the end of this season. Yeah, I, I think by this point in the season, the Panthers will probably be locked in on on whether they're going to take CJ Stroud or Bryce Young or the kid out of Florida as their uh, new franchise quarterback. I know they took Matt Corral, who is a, an interesting um, QB. I kind of liked the look of him when we were in QB hell um, earlier on this season. Um, you know, he's got a, a decent skill set. He's kind of similar to Marcus Mariota. He may end up being the quarterback that we play that night because you know, Darnold isn't turning anything around anytime soon. Um, Christian McCaffrey is a brilliant player. He's a very dangerous player. Uh, you know, a player that at one stage I thought Broncos might be interested in, but then the Panthers took him a little higher than I think most people thought. The only thing is, you know, you might you might have Baker Mayfield there. You know, Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo might be there. You don't know, I guess. That's one of the things doing this early. But, I, I, I you know, the Panthers aren't a particularly strong team. Um, I would be very surprised if they're not picking one of those premium QBs in next year's draft. I mean, that's the only reason why any of the things that they've done so far make sense um, at that position. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think the fact that it's in, like, you know, Drew Locke, um, you know, comfortably dealt with Carolina a year or two ago. Um, they haven't done much to improve since. We've improved hugely. So I'd imagine Russell Wilson and... Uh, Broncos and the weapons that we have um, should have more than enough for Carolina. This this may be the last uh, really easy game I think that's on our schedule, um, but I, I think we're going to win this one fairly comfortably. I love how you described it as a really easy game. Um, <laughs> the week after we enter December, and it's Baltimore away, early game, Sunday, December the 4th. Um, look, I have been very positive on this podcast so far. It's probably <laughs> more positive than anybody's you know, expected. Um, the Ravens got Kyle Fuller, Kyle Hamilton, Marcus Williams, David Ajabo. They sh- should have Mar- uh, Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey back from injuries. Never mind the fact that Lamar Jackson is going into an important year for himself. Harbour probably won't go for two from now on because you now realizes the whole issues there um, and a lot of people are looking at this Ravens team to see the seedling that they have in, in this division the Broncos are going to lose in Baltimore 100% they're not winning that game if they win that game I'm booking the flights to Arizona that's just like that's literally the uh, I just can't see us going east coast early game and winning I can't see it happening uh, so I have got us going to uh, nine and three is that the correct N- nine and three um, which I would take at the start of December. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I just can't, Colin. I just can't see the the Ravens losing to, to the Broncos in in that manner because the Broncos don't really travel east very well, especially in an early window game. Yeah, and the, the Bronco or the the Ravens are unfortunately a little bit of a bogey team for us. They, um, I think they they have the historical record is nine and six. They they lead us and. Um, you know, the a couple of those um wins for us came obviously during the the Peyton Manning years. So uh, it's going to be very tough. I, I the Broncos fans like to talk about the injuries that the Broncos have as an excuse for the last few years, and 
you know, it, it certainly we we were plagued by injuries. Now you might want to dig a little deeper as to, you know, they kept happening for three years. Is there more to it um, than just bad luck? We don't know, but the the Ravens last year were hit by injuries like I've never seen a team. They lost the almost the the they lost the entirety of their running back room. They lost all of their cornerbacks. Um, they lost a whole host of, of other players across the field. Lamar Jackson missed a number of games, and they were still there or thereabouts um, in in games. Yeah, a, a couple of you know decisions in terms of two pointers, and it could all be very different. It tells you how good of a coach Harbaugh is. He his players play for him. I also think they had a really good offseason. You talked to Michael about Marcus Williams. Um, I th- I think they they really did well uh, to get a first for Hollywood Brown. I don't particularly rate Hollywood Brown, so I think getting a first overall for him uh, is a, a was great for for them. They they will have players coming back from injury. They should be a lot better. And Lamar is in a prove it year. So either the Ravens are going to give him a big contract or someone else is going to give him a big contract. But I guarantee Lamar Jackson will be on a big contract somewhere in the NFL in 2023. He's going to want to prove a point. Alas, um, this is this is one I think they will just have a little too much again, that inexperience of the Broncos coaching staff versus Harbaugh. And yes, they they obviously are going to have they've moved on from uh, Wink Martindale. But with Harbaugh there, I think they'll have enough, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, to, to me, at this point, it's becoming clear. I, I really see the, the second half of the season as uh, much more difficult than that first half. We've only won one game in Baltimore ever. Now, we haven't played a huge amount of times in Baltimore. I think it's six. We've only won once, and that was the the year of the uh, Raheem Moore. It was the, the, the warm-up to that where the Broncos handed the Ravens fairly comfortably um, in Baltimore. That's the only time we've beaten them. Most of the rest of the time, it hasn't even been close. So this is a something of a graveyard for us. Um, yeah, we don't travel well to the East Coast. We don't do well in those early kickoffs. Um, and Baltimore is a ferociously difficult place to, to play. I think last year was a prime example of just the kind of organization and the kind of head coach that they have, whereas Colin rightly pointed out, they were absolutely destroyed by injuries. And they were still competitive for virtually the entire season. I mean, I know they didn't make the playoffs, but they were damn close. And, you know, we had this situation where we dared Lamar Jackson to beat us in the air. Lamar said, cheers, I'll have that. Thanks very much. Um, so we're going to need to come up with something a little bit better than that. I, I, I guess the fact that the offense should be a, a better uh, unit overall by some distance this year means we can at least keep Lamar off the field a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're a good side. You know, they're, they're one of those teams that they have a very clear identity that doesn't really seem to change much from from sort of era to era, you know, they play really good defense and they run the ball well. That's their formula. That's what they stick to. Um, and it's it's uh, it's very effective. They're year in, year out, bar crippling injuries. They're a playoff team. And, you know, they, they've, they're, they're a really good organization. And, um, you know, you can but, but admire them. Um, and also, I don't really like the Steelers and they seem to annoy the Steelers. So that's another plus for me. I like the Ravens. I think they're, you know, you know, sometimes you kind of go, if I hadn't supported the Broncos, what team would I support? And I think I probably would support the Ravens, to be honest with you. I think there's something about them I like. Um, this is not a Baltimore Ravens podcast, so shut up. But I think that's a game that I would be astonished if we got a victory. I think it might be actually, I think I think hanging in there and and 
you know, duking it out with them and, and keeping it close might be, obviously it's not as good as a win, but I think that could be equally important for later on down the line. Because if you do get into the postseason, you want to do something. I know it's been so long, <laughs> excuse me, you, you don't want to, you know, beggars can't be choosers and stuff. But I think if you get into the dance, you might as well do something when you're there. Um, so so performing well in a game at, you know, at the Baltimore Ravens Stadium is, is to me, it would be a very positive step. Uh, but I think this this is a game that we're going to lose. And that's, I think I'm seven and four now, Michael, am I? Or, yeah, I think I'm seven and four. I'm, I'm nine. Nine or you're, three, yeah. You're nine, nine and three. Nine or three, and Colm is... Uh... Although I, may, I must be out and four then. Okay, I so love Colm. What's your record? Are you, are you uh, six and five? No, I'm I'm seven and five at this point. Seven and five. Oh, God. okay. I'm I'm eight, I'm eight and four, and you're nine and nine and three. That was, we're starting to drift out here, but seven and ten. Yeah, five, yeah, I like it. Um, it doesn't get any easier. They play the Chiefs the week after Sunday Night Football uh, at home. I'm just gonna put it out here now. Um, the Broncos aren't beating the Chiefs this season. I'm not getting my hopes up because if I don't get my hopes up, maybe it might happen. Um. Playing the Chiefs December the 11th at home and then playing the Chiefs second last week of the season away. So you don't even face Mahomes until the 11th of December. Now, Mahomes announced this week that he's expecting a child. Uh, maybe they'll have a few sleepless nights around December. It'd be great if he did. Hopefully, you know, for, for a positive reason. Hope all's well there. But uh, I just I can't see us winning this game, lads. I'm sorry. I can't. I think the Chiefs, they could do what they done last year. They could have an interesting sort of start and then go all guns blazing towards the end of the year. I just can't see us winning. And I have us going nine and four, um, which is starting to come down a bit, which is interesting, Colin. Yeah, look, the the Chiefs are the, the team probably who have always had our, our numbers to to a greater or lesser extent. That we we have gone through certain patches um, say kind of from kind of 20, 2010 um, to 2015, where we really had the the upper hand. Um, but for basically when the Broncos were founded back in 1960 up until um, 1980, um, they really had the, the numbers over us. I think historically it's um, something in the region of kind of 69 to 55. So they hold a 14 game um, winning margin, which is quite a, a, a bit and would be a lot closer with almost any other um, franchise. I, though, the, all of that said, I actually do think we can win this one. I, I think coming off the, the back of um, what I ha have talked about in, in terms of the loss to the Ravens, I think, you know, and I, I said the loss to the Raiders, I think the fans will be massively up for this. And I think if things are to show that they're really different under Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett, it's going to need a win over the, the Chiefs. Things have changed for the Chiefs, obviously, uh, with Tyreek Hill moving on. And I, I think it is, Patrick Mahomes was good last year, but he wasn't brilliant, right? D despite what, you know, maybe some national um, media wants to, to tell you, he wasn't exceptional. He, he was good, but this is a season where he needs to show that he can step back up to being absolutely elite, 
but they are aided by the fact that they have Andy Reid. He's never had a losing season there. That makes a difference. But I'm going to say that on um, in the middle of December, um, the Broncos are going to end that horrible, horrible losing streak, um, which dates back uh, to 2015. I think September 2015 was the last time we beat the Chiefs. I'm going to say that December 2022 is where that streak ends and uh, the Broncos get the, the win. Uh, so I have the team sitting at eight and five in the middle of December. Yeah, I agree with Colm. I think that this is the year that we uh, finally snapped that horrendous streak. Um, I don't think it's going to be easy. Uh, I think when you've got, you know, something like that, that albatross around your neck, it is it is difficult. It's going to take a monumental effort. Um, I think it'll come down to the last play or two. Um, but I do think we have enough to beat them. I don't think the Chiefs are as good as they were. I think um, Tyreek Hill is a game changer he he as we've said here before on the podcast i think the prime example of tyreek a little just how dangerous he is was that super bowl against the niners where mahomes was not having a good day tyreek hill had been largely nullified by the niners um and then one play bang the complete the complexion of that super bowl totally changed and there's only one winner after that so players like them thankfully are very rare um and i was delighted like most broncos fans i think to see the back of hill because you just can't you can't legislate for pace and you can't legislate for, for, for the ability to get open that he had. He's not just a speed merchant. He's also a clever player as well, despite what you might think of him as an individual. Um, Kelsey is still a problem. The Broncos have had huge difficulties with tight ends over the years. Um, I'm not sure we've done anything to address that. Kelsey, you know, as long as Kelsey's in Kansas City, um, he's uh, he's he's going to just be a thorn in our side. I think you just have to accept that and you, you just, you know, you need to put up points against the Chiefs to beat them. I don't think we've scored enough points against the Chiefs over the last couple of years. We haven't scored anywhere near enough points, obviously, um, to, to beat them because we haven't. And even when they didn't play well in the game against Denver, they, you know, they had enough. Um, was Melvin Gordon, I think, fumbled on the three or four yard line when we really should have put the game away. So, you know, we need a break or two. But I do think this is the this is the the, the year. And I think Wilson will be the difference in a game like this because um, I think we match up well against the Chiefs now. They have as is wants to happen to Super Bowl teams, they do get broken up a little bit. You know, they don't have, um, you know, you don't have cash to spend, to throw around on everybody. They did a good job. They reconstructed their offensive line last year, which was amazing. And annoyingly, they've become really good at drafting, despite the fact they're usually picking 30, 31, 32. Um, but I think we beat them. And I think that has, Colin, you're what, eight and five? I think I'm nine and four. I think I'm nine and four now. I think you are. Colin's thinking about his record. He's, he's just thinking about his record. Uh, right. Uh, this, reminds, well, this reminds me of the Drew Locke um, uh, year of predictions, sadly, where I, in particular, got very carried away about what we were going to do. So hopefully it'll be different. Well, uh, if you think you're getting carried away, I have us beating the Cardinals the week after going 10 and four. Um, I think Cliff Kingsbury won't see out the season. I think the whole situation with Kyler Murray, it's there is, you know, what what is going on in Arizona? Like, where where are they going to be at the end of this season in terms of their offense, in terms of their management structure? I don't know what's going to happen. 
I think the Broncos playing the Cardinals at home, especially if they do lose two in a row to Baltimore, Kansas City, in my view, will have to win that game and go 10 and four going into Christmas. So, no, I'm, I'm taking this to beat Arizona. I think I'm going to call it now. It'll be a four touchdown performance from Russell and uh, 10 and four. Merry Christmas. Well, if you, if we go with um, Cliff Kingsbury's second half of uh, the season, so 2013, one and five, 2014, one and four, 2015, two and four, 2016, two and three, 2017, two and four, 2018, oh and five. Obviously, those are all in the college game. Now he get his Cardinals uh, record 2019, two and seven, 2020, three and six, 2021 three and five the cards are horrific in the back end of the season and, and cliff kingsbury is even worse i would agree michael i i think he will be out in his ear at the end of this season and if i was the cards i'd have Kyler murray following him i i don't think um he is uh he is it uh i do think this will be a game with a little bit of um edge and spice uh, i keep going back to it the last time kyler murray was on a football field as we recorded this he uh it was as they got absolutely annihilated by the rams uh, it was on manning cast eli manning peyton manning and russell wilson who have five Super Bowl rings between them, each of them considered exceptionally gifted uh, QBs, one of them arguably the greatest QB of all time. But all three talked about his body language, his leadership, um, his lack of leadership, and that was telling. I, I, I really thought that was telling. I imagine Kyler is going to want to have a point to prove against Russell Wilson. I just don't think he's going to be able to, to do it. I have the Broncos um, winning uh, this game. The Our record against the, the Cards is phenomenal. They've only ever beaten us once, which was in 2010. Um, but we have uh, beaten them nine times, and you go all the way back to the 70s for a, a tie game. I do think we, we will win this particular game. So I think uh, I am on nine and five at, uh, at this point uh, well, of the of Nathaniel Hackett's first season as head coach. We're all going to end up in the same record here, Stuart. Seriously. No, I, I've got a little bit of a wild card coming up. Uh, not immediately, though. I think we'll beat the Cardinals. Um, I'm glad it's in Denver. Um, it's kind of, the Cardinals are very difficult, you know, like at one stage last year, they looked absolutely phenomenal. They looked like, you know, the team of the, the future had arrived. Um, Kyler Murray looked brilliant. Um, I think the injury bug struck them. I think JJ Watt going down was a massive loss to them. I think he'd been brought in to kind of help um, sort of fight against those second half of season collapses. So, you know, his leadership was, was obviously hugely missed. Um Colin Murray is an interesting one because it doesn't sound like he's the happiest camper in the world. Um, but I think there's still a talented team. Um, it'll be a tricky game, but I think we'll win this one. Um, I, I'd imagine we'll win this one by about 10 points. Um, and that puts me at 10 and four as well, I think, Michael. I like it. Uh, going on the Christmas day, you should have seen my wife's face when I told her we were playing on Christmas day at 9.30 p.m. Ireland time. Oh, God, not good. <laughs> and again, I work on the NFL, so it's like, surely I'd be watching it anyway. Anyway, anyway, I have us losing to the Rams in, in LA. No surprise there. I think the Rams will be up there in terms of the top, maybe top three, top four season in the NFC. 
I think I'm not saying they'll run it back and win it in Arizona, but I think they will be up there at that point in the season. And I think it'll be very difficult to go to Los Angeles on Christmas Day and, and beat a Matthew Stafford-led offense. And if they still have that core of that defense there, it's going to be difficult. I can see Odell going back there on a reduced deal. I, I just can't see us beating the Rams. And I have us going to 10-5. and five. See, it's starting to slip, Colin. Yeah, the, the Rams are another team who um, hold a, a series lead against us. They, they've almost beaten us um, twice as many times as we've beaten them. And they've actually won the, the last four games in a row, uh, dating uh, all the way back to 2006. So um, obviously, uh, as we, we're recording this, uh, Stan and the league have had to pay out uh, a lot of money to the city of St. Louis because he wanted to move to Los Angeles. He got his wish. He got the city to build him a new stadium and, and he got a Super Bowl. Um, as, as long as Aaron Donald and Sean McVay are there, they will be very competitive. I They, they will be they're hampered a little bit. Vaughn leaving, it hurts them. Um, it really hurts them when it comes to the playoffs because Vaughn really comes alive. And as you said, um, Odell not, not being there, but they have brought in some weapons. Alan Robinson is a, a wide receiver I really like, and I think he's finally paired with a, a good QB. He is free from the city of Chicago. He is free uh, from Matt Nagy, and he is with a brilliant offensive mind in Sean McVay. I actually think half nine on Christmas night is perfect because dinner is done. Everyone's relaxing. Everyone's kind of chilled out. You've all been up. If you have kids in the house, you've been up since probably six or seven. So it's it's kind of the perfect time. Alas, I, I wish I was going to be sitting down to say that I expect the Broncos to win this game. I think this will be hard fought. But given um, that we are going to be on the road, I am going to say that unfortunately, the, the Rams get the win and the, the Broncos uh, are left at nine and six after this game. If there are games that you don't expect to lose and you do lose like the Titans, there are games that you don't expect to win and you do win like the Rams on Christmas Day. Russell Wilson has been a thorn in the Rams side over the years, I think. Um, they don't seem to enjoy playing them. Even fairly ordinary Seattle Seahawks teams have gotten results against the Rams. Um, so I think we shocked the world. I think we get a win. I think we match up well against the Rams. I think they are a good team. I think they got very hot uh, last year at the right time, which Super Bowl teams tend to do. The books the year before were kind of similar in that regard. Um, I think, you know, they were deserved winners of the Super Bowl. I think they were the best team in the league last year. I felt sorry for the Bengals. Um, Aaron Donald is somebody who you need to legislate for on every play. But I do think we match up well against these guys. And I do think we can sneak a a field goal at 24-21, um, which moves us on to 11 and 5, I think, from me. Or is it 11 and 4? I'm not sure. I know what my final win tally is going to be, so I, I think it's... Yeah, I think I'm 11 and 5. Yeah, 11 and 5. Um, okay. I have got us uh, the week after losing to Kansas City. Uh, losing in Kansas City. I don't think the Broncos will win in Kansas City this season because I'm not getting my hopes up. And I'm just, it's just, I'm not, I'm not doing it. That takes me to 11 and, or sorry, to 10 and 7, isn't it? 10 and 7? 10 and 6. 10 and 6. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Uh, is it 10 and 6? 
Yeah, because the 17 games now, Michael. So, yeah, there's one game after yeah. the, the Chiefs yeah, game. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, 10 and 6, which, to be fair, if you offer me 10 and 6 right now, I'd bite your hand off, Colin. Well, yeah, we'll get we'll we'll get to whether whether I would or not. It's go it's going to be this is going to be um very difficult trying to win in Kansas in December is is a very very difficult thing to to do. Uh, if you have Peyton Manning, then it can be easier. Um, but it. it and, and and the Broncos, I think, last won in, in Kansas in December in 2013. Um, but ordinarily, if, if you look back, our, our wins in Kansas tend to come earlier in the season as the time goes on and the weather gets a, a little bit worse it becomes more difficult now if you if you scoured all the way back yeah you, you'd find some and uh, 94 we win in in overtime but i i think having beaten the chiefs at home to essentially uh, get the the monkey off our back for the losing streak i think the chiefs will have a point to prove and unfortunately I think that they will win in Arrowhead, which leaves the Broncos at, for me, at nine and seven going into the final game. So, just to follow on Colin was saying there, Broncos victories in Kansas City. We seem to always play the Chiefs either in December or January, early January in uh, in Kansas. Um, the Broncos team that that won their first Super Bowl had Hall of Famers all over the shop. You know, you got John Elway, you got Terrell Davis, you've got Shannon Sharp. You should probably have Rod Smith. You've got uh, Zimmerman on on uh, a tackle. You know, you've got Steve Atwater across the other side. You probably should have Neil Smith. You know, you you're looking at six or seven bona fide Hall of Fame, absolutely deserving, and they won on a miracle defensive play from Steve Atwater and this was a Chiefs team that had Elvis Gerback a quarterback and Steve Atwater produced a miracle play to get the win in Kansas that's how difficult it is for the Broncos this is one of the greatest ever teams the NFL has seen and a fingertip from Steve Atwater saved us in Kansas we cannot win in this place it's just been it's been you know we talked about the Ravens being a difficult place for us to play. This has been a horrendous place for Broncos teams over the years. Even great Broncos teams against ordinary Chiefs teams. It just seems to be a place we struggle. I think we'll do better this year because I think Russell Wilson is a, is a much better quarterback than what we've had since Peyton retired. I think we've got a good team, but I would be stunned if we could get the victory. This to me, it, it, again, it's to land a couple of decent blows on the Chiefs in Kansas would almost count as a, it would be a moral victory as far as I'm concerned. And you don't want to get blasted this close to the playoffs, which we are hopefully in the hunt for. So I have us losing this game and I hope we can keep them honest, but uh, it would be it would be just incredible if we were to get the win. Now, I do think we'll beat them in Denver, but I, I just think a, a victory in Kansas is, is beyond us at this stage. They're still really strong, and that's a hateful den for us to have to enter the best of time. So I don't see us getting the win here at all. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it feels like we've been waiting as long for a win in Kansas City as you can wait in Dublin Airport for a flight these days. Um, but I guess that, that's just how it is at the minute. 
Um, no, it's, I, happened, it's happened that long, Mike. Come on, let's not exaggerate. <laughs> uh, the Broncos will finish 11 and 6. Um, I've got them winning against the Chargers last game of the season at home. Trying to leave this in a positive note, we all know what, what the Chargers will do. They'll start crapping the bed at the end of the season. Maybe they miss the playoffs again. Who knows what will happen? I'm only messing. I think they'll be up there towards the end. But I, I just think we'll win the last game of the season. Um, hopefully, it's a meaningful game of the season. And if it's not, there's a serious problem. I mean, hopefully, it's like, if it's not meaningful, hopefully, it's not meaningful because we're resting people for the wild card or for the divisional or whatever. But um, yeah, 11 and 6, I'd take that column. So would I, because I don't have us anywhere near it. Uh, I unfortunately, <laughs> I, w- I want the team to prove me wrong, right? But it's on the team to to do that. It's, I, there are, I, I do have some concerns. I have concerns around how inexperienced the coaching staff is. I, I need the, the weapons on offense to step up and show it, right? There's been a lot of talk in Broncos country this year, this week about the disrespect because some of our wide receivers um, are not on the top lists of the, the best wide receivers in the league. And the potential is there, but it's to move beyond the potential. That's the, the thing. The, it's, and they need to show it. And I want them to show it. I would love if the Broncos to go 17 and 0. Nothing would make me happier, but the team have to show it. And I, I think for, for me, un- unfortunately, Justin Herbert was lights out at the end of last year. He was let down by those around him. When you look at that game against the, the Raiders and, and the, the plays he made on fourth down, he was exceptional. I think the Chargers have really gone all in this offseason in terms of who they've brought in. Sometimes that doesn't translate and that fingers crossed, right? As a Broncos fan, it doesn't work out for them. But I do think they were pretty smart with the moves they made uh, in terms of free agency and also with what they they did in the draft. I, I really like their their moves. I I am going to say that the Broncos have a winning season but I'm going to say that it's going to be nine and eight, whether that was good enough for uh, a wild card, we have to wait and see. Um, but I, I hope, I, I hope that we're coming on right at the end of the season and we're looking back and these are written down and you go, ah, Colm, you are such a doubter, but I've had such optimism in the team over the last few years. And I, I this year it needs to prove it. I think it is, vastly improved on what we have seen but they need to take the the next step i think we'll lose to the chargers but my my um my my daring prediction of beating the rams um on christmas day means that despite this tough loss which will be very close but i think the chargers will need to beat us to get into the playoffs i think we, we we'll already have gotten there um I, I still have us finishing 11 and six and getting a wild card. Um, I think, I think ourselves and the Chargers will both get wild cards. I think the Chiefs will probably win um, the AFC West by a game, as I think they are still the the cream of 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 of, of our division. Sadly, I don't think it's going to last forever, uh, but I think they're still just that little bit more advanced than we are. So I have us um, losing to the Chargers. I agree with Colin. I think we spoke about this in the first half. The Chargers have made 
an awful lot of good moves. They put a lot of pieces around um, Justin Herbert. They were asking too much of him, as Colin said. Like he was, he was Superman in that game against the Raiders, really on his own uh, an awful lot of the time, you know. Um, and they addressed that. They did. They they and as I've said myself, it's no guarantee you go out and you effectively buy you know three quarters of a defense. There's no guarantee it's going to jab. But I I do like a lot of the moves. I think somebody like Khalil Mack, for example, could be. What Von Miller did for the Rams last year, you know, you're, you're, you're and, and also what Mac will bring will be um, somebody else to think about, which should hopefully for the charges for your Bosa, you know, so sometimes the knock on effect can be on another player rather than Khalil Mack coming in and get 17 or 18 sacks. I think those days are beyond them. Um, but they're a good side, the charges, they're going to be there, thereabouts. The AFC West is just preposterous, you know, it really is just outrageous the, 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 the talent that's there. And I don't, I don't think we're overhyping it, I think genuinely. The Chargers, the uh, the Chiefs, or ourselves could make deep playoff runs. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if the Chiefs got back to the Super Bowl. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers or indeed the Broncos somehow managed to find themselves in the AFC Championship game. I think that there's that level of talent there. And um, yeah, so as I said, I've got us finished eleven and six, and I think it's the first playoff appearance for the Broncos since Peyton Manning handed the torch over to Brock Osweiler. Oh no, sorry, since Peyton Manning handed the torch over to. Mark Mark Sanchez. No, sorry, it was to yeah to yeah to Trevor Simeon. Okay, was it? <laughs> it ended. Um, it, end, it ended up being. It wasn't supposed to be, but it ended up. Uh, hold being. on, your, your final record was what ten and six or ten and seven? No, eleven and six. So me and you are in the same record. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I've enjoyed this. Uh, Colin Stewart said in, in the Zoom chat, if anyone's listening here. That we should predict the championship games in Super Bowl. Are you are you comfortable to do that right now, or is this? I, as I sit here in in May um, and and looking at it, and this can all change. I I could definitely see AFC Championship game being the Chargers against the Bills. I think that would be an an interesting one. I I am a big fan of what the the Chargers have done for the most part. Uh, I think one of their weakest links is uh, Mike Williams, who I just don't rate as a wide receiver and they have got to find a way to uh, surmount that. Um, but I think it, that, that to me looks like a potential AFC uh, matchup if the, the Broncos aren't to, to be involved on the NFC side. Look, if you, if you look at it, it should, it should probably be the, the Rams against the the Packers. I I just think um, they there could be a shock and and maybe just maybe if you're looking for an absolute shock, I think it's it's unlikely. But if you're looking for a real shock, the the Eagles could surprise everyone given what they they have done. And Jalen Hurts surprises everyone, and, and they make a run to the championship game to to face the the Rams. It's pretty unlikely because he is limited in terms of his arm strength. I think all the other pieces are there for the Eagles. I really like what they have done. If Hertz had a stronger arm, they would be real, real serious contenders. I think Brady's slight decline has begun. 
and I don't think they will be as good as they were previously. They've lost a, a few players as well and BA move, moving on. And I think that the same, the 49ers have questions around their QB. They have questions in terms of McDaniel moving to um, the, the Dolphins. He's the guy who Kyle Shannon brought everywhere he went. He was kind of so instrumental in the run game, which was phenomenal. I mean, it was, you, you never knew what the 49ers were going to do. And I mean, that's essentially where um, you want to get to on offense. And so I think that might have an impact on them. They'll still be very, very good. So to, to me, if you're looking for championship games, that's where I think it'll be. Your TV got one. I think um, I think the Bills have got home field advantage, and I think they'll play the Chiefs. I think they'll beat the Chiefs. Um, but I, like Colm, I wouldn't be hugely surprised to see the Chargers get there. And, and, and funnily enough, I think the Chargers might actually beat the Bills. But I, I do think the Chiefs and the Bills is going to be the AFC Championship game, the Bills winning. And I think the Rams will beat... I think the Rams will beat the Packers. I think the Rams will get home field advantage. And I think they'll beat the Packers. And then I think the Bills are going to win their first Super Bowl. I think the Bills will beat the uh, the Rams because the Bengals probably should have beaten the Rams last year, to be fair. I think if Joe Burrow had an extra half a second um, because um, Ramsey had been torched by Chase again and I think he just, just wasn't able to find him. I, think that, I, think that, I do think the Bills have steadily put together a really good team and I think Vaughn Miller, uh, if he can stay healthy, will be the difference for them in the playoffs this time around. So I, I, I have the Bills winning their first Super Bowl this year. Um, do you want to give us your winner at the minute or do, do you want to keep that silent? Um, I, I actually, I'd lo- love to see the the Bills do it. I, I do think it would be great to see them given everything that kind of franchise has um, been through and, and losing uh, four Super Bowls, it would be kind of wonderful to, to see them do it. They've brought in James Cook, which is a pretty smart in terms of running backs because that was an area that they needed to sort. We know Vaughn comes alive in the, the playoffs. You always wonder about, favorites and 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 can they live with the favorites tag that is they're probably the afc favorites at the moment now they have managed to to live with um you know taking over the the mantle from the the patriots in the afc east can they live with it i i think it'll be very close between them and the chargers in the championship game i think whoever comes through that wins it um to to me i think they will beat the the rams i just don't think the nfc is nearly as strong as the the afc and i think whoever comes through will be battle hardened and tested and look i just cannot wait for the next 15 weeks to go by and we can actually talk about real competitive football in terms of mine my these are real you know it's too early for this but I'll do it. Um, Bills Ravens AFC. Rams against the Saints AFC. Saints. Yeah, and Rams beat the Bills in Arizona. And McVeigh will McVeigh will walk into the sunlight and never come back. <laughs> the age of, the age of- the age of 27 or whatever he is. But I do think, I, I think we're in for a season of, of many things and we can talk about this down the stretch. There'll be many things that obviously nobody will have seen coming. 
I think nobody's talking right now about the Patriots and the expectations they should have for this season. I don't think they're going to be anywhere near the playoffs. And I think questions will be asked about Bill Belichick at some point this season and his future there. Um, but the Broncos need to get wild card minimum. So I like that we're on that wild card-ish sort of. This is the first time where I think we're being really realistic here. I, I've, Surely I've a, a, 11 games is, is more than more than a wild card. I, I'm, Not in the I'm AFC the, West. I'm the, one, <laughs> I'm the one wavering on with, with only nine wins and, and whether that will mean playoff football. I think no, the Broncos will. I think the Broncos will will, will get a, a a home wild card game, and I think they'll win that. But I think they'll lose in the uh, the divisional round. Okay, okay. Well, lads, this has been a good crack. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Um, we're going to try and get a player on over the next few weeks to talk to them and maybe ask them. So, if you have any questions uh, that you'd like to ask us or like to ask a member of the Broncos team without putting names in, uh, feel free to give us a shout on Twitter at Michael underscore NFL. At Colum, C O L U M from Cork on Twitter, and at uh, Purple Heart TC, all one word on Twitter for Stuart. Hey, lads, this has been good crack. Um, 11 and 6, lads. Here we go. Go Broncos season. Go Broncos. Go Broncos. I'm off to Dublin Airport now to get in the queue to, to get to the, the Wembley game in time. Hopefully, if I start <laughs> now, I reckon it should clear it by the, uh, the end of October. Good luck. <laughs>